Today on the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad conversation with Jonathan Ninja from the Alien Ventures of Finn Caspian. We talk about how important creativity and imagination is. Also, being a dad and role model to his sons. Next on the podcast. Let's do this. Welcome to the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad podcast. A podcast about a journey of discovery and conversations about not sitting on the sideline of life. Let's get involved. Here's host Joe Foley. Welcome to the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad Podcast. Hey, my name is Joe Foley, and I'm a dad and a parent. And I really want to say thank you for being here. Hey, if this is your first time. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. I know it's time's limited, and I'm a dad and a parent just like you, and I really do appreciate you being here. Like I said, we're on a journey, journey to discovery who we really are. As parents, you know, there's no owner's manual. If you could find one, let me know, because I, I don't know where it is. I really don't. Well, what I want to do with a sense of community, what I mean by sense of community is I want to have a conversation with you. Yes, you on the other side, listening to this. You know, you can find all my contact information at com slash contact. Reach out. We have a Facebook page. We have an email. I think we have a Facebook group, too. Also, anywhere you can find me on social media, reach out, say hello, have a conversation. Or, hey, wait, if you're on a PC, right-hand corner, speed pipe, right there, right there. I'm on a journey just like you, trying to figure this stuff out one day at a time. I know I'm not an expert. I'm on a journey just like you. Next up, my guest, Jonathan Messenger from the Alien Ventures of Finn Caspian. He, he, Griffin. Griffin's the editor. And Griffin, like you said in, in the intro, very opinionated. Well, it's great. It's a great podcast for kids. The story is about Finn Caspian and people on the Marlowe space station and they travel around exploring. It's pretty cool, actually, the robots and stuff. You can check it out. Also, Jonathan, his podcast is by group Gen Z Media. They have some all, all really cool other podcasts in that group, like Mars Patel, Pants on Fire. That's a game show. You can try to figure out people's on, um, lying, like, liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> Tumble Science Podcast for Kids and the best robot ever. I think the cover was like um, a robot and a boy holding hands. So like a friendship, you know, it's a typical one, but. You know, there's a bunch of them out there. I mean, my son listens to um, the Storytime podcast. And also, I think it's a pirate podcast, too. Pirate Stories. Two lists of all kinds of kid podcasts. They're great to listen to. In the house, get them off the TV, or in the long car rides. Because you want to keep them engaged. Because you know what? We don't like the same music, but kind of cool to have me engaged in, in the story it's like reading the story while they're driving like audiobooks basically this is a great conversation let's jump right in with my conversation with jonathan messenger today on the podcast my guest jonathan messenger author writer podcast host with his son griffin of the, his podcast called alien adventures of thin caspian jonathan welcome welcome to the podcast thanks so much for having me i i gotta ask you how is it to work with your son uh, on a podcast with that it just sounds like it'd be such a cool thing to do yeah, it's a total, total blast. Um, he, so the way the show is structured is that I kind of 
write the story of the show and he serves as my editor and he's a very honest editor. <laughs> he doesn't really, uh, it doesn't really cut me any slack and, uh, it's great cause he gives me lots of great ideas. He gives me his honest feedback. There've been lots of times where I've been stuck on a story and I'm not sure where to go with it. And I kind of tell him what I'm thinking and he comes up with those solutions. So it's just been really fun to do it. You're also an author. Have you wrote other children books? I was just curious cause you seem like really good at this story. Thanks. Um, this is my first time writing for children. I, uh, I wrote a book of short stories for adults and, uh, I've been a journalist most of my life, but, um, but yeah, it was my first time doing, uh, something specifically for kids. What is it like? I mean, being a dad and, and, and making that connection with your bomb with bomb with Griffin and, and doing the podcast, the podcast, I mean, it has to be a great experience. Is it, um, how's it helped him? Anything helped him like anyways? Yeah, that's a good question. That's something that I wonder a lot and think about a lot. I, I, I you know, I think that it has helped him. I guess there's like a few ways that it's helped him. One is that hopefully it's helped him kind of organize his thinking and try to kind of speak clearly. I think that's, you know, a good skill for him to have. I I think that it's helped him see that the creative process uh, has, it's a lot of fun, but there's also work that goes into it. There's like a lot of thought that goes into it. And I think that it's been interesting to him to see that, you know, a story, cause we used to, when he was younger and I would put him to bed, I used to just kind of make up stories. I think a lot of dads and moms do this, right? Like you lay your kid down and your kid says, I want to hear a story about, angry birds or something like that. And then you have to kind of improvise a story. And so I think that's been interesting to him to get some insight into how a story is kind of crafted rather than just kind of, um, thrown together or, or like I said, kind of improvised. Um, but then also I think one of the things that, that I really want him to learn out of this is to see that no matter how, old you are i guess this is like a two-sided coin here but one no matter how old you are your creative input and your imagination is very valuable so the show is really geared to make a make to be made with not only griffin but other kids who listen to the show and so i i want him to see that that is valuable to me and valuable uh as valuable as anybody as an adult making something. And then I also want him to see that when he gets older, if he wants to pursue something that he likes to do, whether it, you know, is music or writing or any kind of art that adults, you know, that he can, that there is a way to pursue that in life, no matter how old you are. How did, how did you come up with that story? How did you, how to say the incept, the inception of uh, the alien adventures of the Caspian. Well, so I originally thought of it as a book and the original idea that I had was, so the story is it's four kids, as you know, but uh, four kids on a space station and they kind of go from planet to planet trying to find a planet where humans could one day live, but they end up kind of discovering all these crazy aliens that they have to help out in some way or another. And, um, and they, they have a, robots that go with them and the robots are given their personalities by essentially downloading the text of classic children's books 
And then they take on the characteristics of one of the characters from those books. And that was the first store. That was the first idea that came to me. I remember coming up with the idea for a book about a kid on a space station who has a robot that does that, that downloads a, uh, a classic children's book on, onto the hard drive. And that's how they kind of get the personality of the robot. And that was kind of the kernel. And I was playing around with the idea for a book with it. And then at that time, Griffin was maybe five and discovered audiobooks, and we had really started listening to a lot of audiobooks in the car on the way to school or on road trips and that sort of thing. And I just really saw how he took to listening and how much he loved audiobooks. And then I started looking around for podcasts made specifically for kids. And at the time, there weren't really that many. And so I thought, well, maybe because I was a big podcast lover, I thought maybe I could make this as a podcast and then that would allow it to be rather than a book that you write and you put out into the world and it's great, but it's its own object. It could be kind of like a living project that kids could interact with. What kind of response have you gotten from this, um, from your podcast? It's been amazing. It's been incredible. Um, I, you know, I get art kids, kids draw pictures, uh, as they listen to the show. And I, I probably get somewhere around 10 or 12, pieces of artwork a day from kids. Um, we have a, a thing on the show called sound club that Griffin started. Actually, it was his idea <laughs> where kids make sounds and I incorporate those into the show as sound effects during the story. And I get, I get a lot of those as well. And it's just been, it's been definitely, you know, like I said, I've, I've written short stories before and I've, I've been involved in, publishing and writing for a long time but this has definitely been the most creatively fulfilling and satisfying project that I've, I've ever done it's um it's it's very it's actually really good i mean it seemed like a lot Thanks. of intricate you know, things go into um pr- producing i mean i just do an interview podcast and i just talk to you and then i'll throw something like a, an intro or an outro maybe a little bit of talking but it's nothing what you you I guarantee the production qual I mean the production you go through was a lot different than I do. But it's it, it's it but I mean in the art stuff too, I mean it in the kids hearing their voice, I mean hearing your voice or Bebod's voice saying their their names on in the podcast. I know my son sent in um some piece of art and he heard his name and he was all I could see the grin, <laughs> grin from ear to ear in the back of my car going Daddy, he played again. We must have played it from like twenty minutes five times. I mean, do it again, do it again, do it again. I'm like, that's awesome. It just because you hear the kids get to hear their name, and it means a lot to them. Yeah, I hope so. I, I think that's true, and I think that <clears throat> excuse me, I think that kids. Uh, it's true that they they really value hearing their their name on the show. They. It really means a lot to them. So the, I guess I guess the thing is that it really means a lot to me that kids listen to the show, kids make stuff inspired by the show, and that parents are involved as well. And they're listening to it with their kids, and they're sending me the art too. And all of that is means a lot to me. And so to kind of give kids credit on the show and say their name, I hope shows them that I really value what they've done and that it's a, uh, it really means a lot to me, the work that they've done. You said you're an average, you said you're a podcast listener. I'm just curious if I pull my phone on your phone, how many podcasts you have in your uh, thing right now? Catcher there. Oh, uh, uh, that's a good question. 
Uh, I probably, I, I might have around 50 or so in my, <laughs> my Q list. <laughs> We're about the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you said podcast listener. I, I, once I, I mean, what happened was I gave a little story about my reason why I came a podcast listener and I'm, yeah. I'm not podcasting myself is they took away my talk radio and made it a rap station. Nothing against rap music, but I'm like, I, I really like this talk show. And know next week it's like rap station. I'm like, Oh man, I got to find something to fill that void. And, and, and yeah, in podcast, um, listen the podcast filled that void um i know i don't think i'm just trying to about being a dad and stuff like that and i was wondering your perspective of you know you have young kids and stuff like that any i don't know how about what is your perspective on i don't i can't think of the word but being a dad just being a dad itself yeah so um this is actually i think it's really interesting and you know I'm, i always love to, to talk about this because i feel like you don't get an opportunity to talk about it that often um, you know, for me, so I guess the way I would start with this is speaking about podcasts and speaking about dads. I just listened to the Mark Marin's WTF podcast where he interviewed Tanahazi Coates, mm-hmm. and and one of the things that and Tanahazi Coates is almost a hero to me. Like I I love his writing so much, and I feel like his work is so vital and important, and I um listening to him, he was talking about how for him, his identity is primarily as a father and as a husband. And that's like number one. So like, that's what he considers himself before he's a writer or anything else. And what that means is that that's always in his mind. That's his identity is as a dad and as a husband. And it was really interesting and kind of refreshing for me to hear that because I feel like I, I mean, this is my own experience, but I feel like a lot of times if you if you read a lot of blogs and articles and essays, a lot of times there's a this idea that you shouldn't be a mom or dad first in the sense that like it's there's a, a need to have this other kind of identity outside of being a parent, which I totally understand that you need a life outside your kids. But I think for me, once I became a dad, I just kind of wholly embraced that as my identity. It's a big part of my identity. And um, and so having two young sons, I can remember – actually, this is maybe – off topic, but I remember when we found out when Griffin, who's my oldest, when we found out we were going to have a boy, I remember we, we had the, um, the tech, the ultrasound tech, write it on a piece of paper rather than tell us in the room, mm-hmm. my wife and I. And then we went out to dinner and my wife opened it up and then so that we had this kind of moment to ourselves where we kind of celebrate whatever it was. And so I had been really hoping that it was going to be a girl. <laughs> And, and then she opened it up and she said, it's a boy. And I, I remember feeling so excited because obviously so excited to have a son, but then also feeling like, oh man, this is on me now. <laughs> like I'm going to be the role model or whatever. Like he, this, he's going to be looking at me as, as this is what, so I, I felt like a lot of pressure for that and, and a little scared about that. Um, but now I feel like I, it's something that, uh, you really embrace. And I, 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 and I think it's something that, uh, obviously there are a lot of natural instincts and a lot of learned behaviors that you have from your dad and your mom, uh, that you kind of 
find yourself replicating when you hear it, uh, apparent, but I, um, I think, I think one of the things that's been interesting to me as my kids have gotten older is how you just keep learning all the time. And every time you think you have it figured out and you're like, okay, this is what's going on with them. I've got a handle on this. They get a month older and into a new phase and you're like, what is going on over there? I don't understand. And so you have to kind of constantly learn, which is an interesting and obviously very fulfilling challenge. It's, and it's just like all of a sudden, it's like it's it's almost like well, I did this. I, I totally get it. I totally get it. My son, when I figure something out, man, it's like it's like a switch went the opposite direction. I got chasing the other way now. Yeah, right, right, right. And uh, I apologize. That's probably the longest answer ever given on a podcast before. So, no, uh, sorry for the ramble there. No, it's a good answer. I mean, it's not a problem. I mean, that's what we're trying yeah. to have. It's just conversation, and and it's important. I mean, as dads, we always have these things. You know, I remember, like, I don't know if you had experienced yourself, in, in the sense that um, everybody tells you what to do, or hey, you good dad, you 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 got to do this, you got to do that, and you get like when you all of a sudden when you have that newborn in your hands, you're like. Holy crap! I gotta do this, and all of a sudden, you just you just figured you you and your wife just figured it on your own. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, totally. Um, and I think also it's just such a great. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know if there's like a community of necessarily. I don't know if I I feel like I have a community of parents or dads around me, but I do feel like there's a shared experience in parenting that. It can be really interesting and, and fulfilling when you, you know, read books about people's experiences being parents or talk with your friends who are parents. Uh, and I've really enjoyed that aspect of it as well. Uh, kind of, especially with friends, you know, watching everybody kind of grow into be parents is, is really interesting as well. Well, I think another thing back to your podcast, I had a couple of questions about that. You're also in a part of a network, like a network of other, other, other um, podcasts, kid podcasts. Well, so um, we're a member of something called Kids Listen, which is not technically a network. It's a um, it's a it's a nonprofit organization that's there to support people making podcasts for kids. So we have members who are whose shows are member are part of other networks mm-hmm. or part of networks, and so really we're there to kind of help support them and set standards. Uh, or have conversations around standards for what's appropriate for kids. Um, we have workshops, you know, we're having a workshop in a couple of weeks about, um, legal issues because, you know, obviously when you're making stuff for kids, uh, you want to make sure that everything is, uh, you're, you know, you're, you're fulfilling all the, the correct, you're checking the right boxes, I guess. (laughs) Um, and, uh, so I'm a member of that, but then I also, uh, I have a company with some friends who also make shows for kids. We're called uh, Gen Z Media, and uh, we're rolling out. We're we're not really a network in the sense that you know. Usually, I think of like a podcast network where there are um, people, various producers making shows. Uh, and then kind of there's like a, this connective tissue where you you're under this umbrella. We're really kind of a production company where we're making the shows ourselves and we may make shows for other networks or other companies. Uh, but we're, we consider ourselves more production company than a, a network. 
Um, besides the connection with your son and stuff like that, has it has being a uh, part of this and being a, like a podcast for kids has it done anything for you professionally? Like, um, yeah, well, yes, absolutely. Um, so I I left my job last year, my full time job last year, to make a go at this uh, full time, and and with the company. So we're we're really trying to grow the company so that it could be um, supportive of us. You know, we can pay ourselves out of it. We're not there yet, and so I still do freelance journalism and web content and stuff like that in order to help pay the bills while I'm uh, while we're working on this company. But uh, but it's completely transformed my professionally what what I'm doing. Absolutely. Well, it's interesting the power of the the, the medium too, in the sense that how, how much of a reach you do have. Yeah, yeah, it's it's incredible, and and I think there's a um, I'm probably the one thousand or one millionth person to say this, but I do think that there's uh, an intimacy or a connection that comes with podcasting. Uh, that's you know you may have had when you listened to talk radio as well, but um, there's something about like about podcasts that really brings not only you as a podcaster close, not only you know, you as a podcaster close to your listeners, but your listeners kind of close to you as well. And, and I've actually been able to make friends with some listeners, um, just because they email us and they like the show email back and forth a little bit and, uh, and made friends with people, uh, all around in Canada and the United States and Australia, New Zealand. I just got an email today from a 10 year old in New Zealand who emails me all the time <laughs> with, uh, a whole bunch of questions all the plot holes she's found in my show so far. <laughs> so I'm trying to avoid answering that email right now because it's, uh, it's, it's pretty rough. Um, but yeah, I love it. It's been so great. <laughs> Sorry, I had to laugh. That's so funny, though. When yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> when the little kid's going, how did they figure that out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, I'm sorry, it's funny. No, yeah, sure. But um, it's 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 just you have a good thing going, and I, I just from a, from a listener and then stuff like that, and and um, I and I, I just say from a fellow podcaster, it, it's fun listening to, and you guys are you do guys do a great job. Thanks, I really appreciate that. Um, I guess wrapping up, I guess anything you want to like final thoughts for any dads or anybody anybody about podcasting like that, and then we can anybody they can find you. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I have any, uh, any final thoughts about dads. I, I think mostly listen to your wives or, <laughs> or listen to your partners. I guess would be the, the final thoughts for dads. Um, and, uh, and as in terms of, uh, where people can find me. Um, so on Facebook and Twitter, uh, Finn Caspian, that's F I N N C A S P I A. P I A N that's Facebook, Twitter, and, uh, Instagram. And I'm also Johnny mess. That's J O N N Y M E S S on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And, uh, and email is earth at fincaspian.com and there's fincaspian.com's website as well. And actually I should say that, um, Gen Z, the company we're launching a new website, hopefully next month, um, that's going to have all of our shows as we're rolling out new shows for kids on, uh, that's all going to be, if you go to gen dash Z dot FM, 
uh, you can find all those shows. Oh, well, check it out. All the links will be in the show notes for the podcast. Uh, Jonathan, I really want to say thank you very much for being on the podcast this evening, and, and I really do appreciate it. All right. Thanks for having me, Joe. Well, that's all over this episode. I want to thank you for joining me on the No City on the Podcast. And I want to thank Jonathan Mesher for being a guest on the podcast. You can find more about him and his, his podcast and the Gen Z media over at fincaspian.com. You can find the show notes over at nocityonthesideline.com slash four. You can find all the links and what we talked about today be in the show notes. Also, um, you have a second. Feel free to um, leave a comment review. Let me know how, how the podcast is going. There's stuff you may want to hear. Like anything you want to interact Or just leave a comment and we can have a conversation. Maybe one of the episodes you want to talk about. Because you know what? We're all in this together. One way or another, we can help each other in some way. I can help. We can help each other. Because you know what? It's not easy being a parent. It's not easy being a single parent or a divorced parent or the person himself. You know, we need community. Community, be able to talk to each other and have a conversation. Heading up, I, I found an interesting quote I heard the other day, and it was one of the podcasts for a video I was listening to. There's more caught than taught. It's true. Your kids are watching. My son right now is on Boda. He must learn that in school. He's almost fine. Said, Daddy, soda's bad for you. Because he's watched me drink soda, and he knows it's bad for me. And it's like, oh, that's pretty interesting. So the thing was, they're more caught than taught. Sounds kind of creepy in a way, but it's true. <laughs> they learn from our examples. We're role models for them. Well, until next time, take care. God bless. See you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe to the newsletter to receive updates of the show and helpful and useful tips. This has been a production of Foley 42 Media. Foley 42 Media.